not like we haven't done this before. Welcome to another edition of Philly Sportscast with your host, Derek. And Dave. What's going on, Dave? Not Long much. time no see. Yes, it has been. We have been in and out because I have been under the weather. And heaven. away. And away, for sure. Um, we did a back-to-back with the uh, swimsuit issue. I still look at that issue and... And and five's got it going and on. Five, that's a great picture on the site there. No doubt about it. But it's March, Dave. It's March. You know what that means? March Madness. Wow. I assume <laughs> you're right about that, but it also means spring training. Yipper. It's time to get started with the Philadelphia Phillies, even though they'll be the last thing we talk about today. <laughs> it's so, the first thing we what, mentioned. What a paradox. Yes. So how do you feel? I feel great. Can't you're a complain? Flyers fan, though. Uh, you know what? Hey, so how do you really feel? They've been sucking it up lately. That's, that was the nicest thing about you being away and being sick. We didn't have to talk about that for two weeks. Let me tell you something about being sick. I have never in my life been as sick as I was for the past three or four days. And I'm glad you're better. Thank you very much. But I'm telling you, when they tell you there's a flu strain going around and you haven't gotten it yet, you better start drinking orange juice. Well, I'm glad I'm here where everybody's been sick. Yeah, my whole is fam, sick. except my littlest daughter, is bouncing off the walls, having too much fun around all these sick people. We just got blasted. And I've never, ever, ever felt that sick before in my life. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. No doubt about it. I but I was sorry. glad we weren't talking about the Flyers during those two weeks, though, because it was just horrible. So what happens? I mean, I watched the game today against the Rangers where they lost in a shootout. You watched the first period. Yes. But I think it in, encapsulates what happened over the past two weeks. Regardless of what happened with the Islanders, Islanders last night, and they won 4-1, which is terrific, right. but a lot of the pucks bounced their way last night, and it doesn't happen every game. Right. They beat Ottawa game, you know, two, uh, two games ago, which was nice. I want to get to Ottawa in a second. Okay. But yeah, the big thing, like today's game, I mean, even when uh, Yager would carry the puck, Jason Smith is not beating the shit out of him. Like He comes over the blue line, Smith backs away some. I've been very critical of Jason Smith lately. I don't know if I was expecting a lot out of him, being named the captain, having a nice contract, or getting that, however they got him, the trade or whatever. I don't even know how they got him. I forget now. But he's not really proven anything. He's not the best defenseman they have. Well, then who is? I mean, what's the blame for this, this team sliding as much as it did? I mean, you can... You can take into consideration a lot of different things. Yes. But this team, what I saw today, this is the team that they're going to have into the playoffs. They do not give themselves an opportunity to win hockey games. Right. They wait until they're down, and then they start pressing, and then they start dumping the puck, and then they start making errant passes, and then they start worrying about the next goal. Right. So help me out here. That's exactly what's going on. And that's what they need to do is when they, they came out, they scored first. They need to do that. They need to take the lead and be more comfortable. Of course, when anyone's playing from behind, it's a lot tougher. But with a younger team, trying too much. Because it goes from dumping the puck and just going to get it and then making a move. Hey, you know what? I'm going to try to go around three guys. Well, how does a game like today, Dave, against against the Rangers in Madison Square Garden, start with each team scoring three goals and then literally no goals in the second period, one goal, two goals in the third. No, I'm sorry. One goal in the second period, the Rangers scored in the second period, and then the Flyers tied it in the third period. So there's only one goal for each in each period. How does a game go from being such a shootout to being so conservative? It could be one of two things. After the Flyers changed the goalie, they put in Buran, they could have, the defense could say, hey, listen, it wasn't all his fault. It was our fault also. Let's start playing a little better. It could have been Buran was making great saves. 
So he didn't start. Bjorn no. didn't start today. No, Niedermaki started. Let up four goals. And so the Rangers' original goalie was. I think it was the same. It was the rookie. It wasn't. Uh, no, 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 it uh, was. They changed their goal. Oh, did they? It was yeah. Lundqvist started. Lundqvist started. Oh, okay. Yeah. And their um, their rookie came in, who's like six four. Yeah. Well, he made a hell of a kick save in um, the shootout too. It was really amazing. But he because he's six four, I guess is the reason why. <laughs> But, yeah, he came in to start the second period for them. And that's uh, – the Flyers are horrible in shootouts this year. Like, I mean, they might just generally be shitty all the time. But they won the one the other night where they came in against Buffalo and the guy flubbed the shot and Biron made the save. But that was their first win for a shootout. And then right. they come back and they lose this shootout. And, do this shootout wasn't even close. Obviously, if anybody saw it, I'll – Re- rehash what happened the rangers scored their first two goals and the flyers missed their first two and game over right just like that but and that's i know you said that hey that they, they it didn't seem like they gave themselves a chance to win in the shootout well, but jeff carter is the hot hand that's why they went with jeff carter no, dude and no doubt he had two goals today right so i'm not gonna fight jeff carter being put in there for the shootout what i'm talking about is how does the game how does this game go to be a flyers win in regulation right Let, let's win in regulation what the fuck let's win hockey games you know what it is it's playing better defense you can't can't let the Rangers score four goals in well, two periods. Well, they didn't. They obviously it was the goaltender because because they, they they didn't let up two goals. Right, they didn't let up anything after they let that. One goal up in two periods in the second and third period. So that's the goaltender, correct? Yes. So that was. But it's also the goaltending, not by itself. It's also the defense. Like I mean, you can't well, no, put all the blame on. You don't on have it. different defensemen in there in the second and no, third period. They could start playing a different game. They could say, "Hey, listen, we need to stay." Then home that's or, coaching. It could be coaching. But I know... Blame somebody. I want you to blame somebody right now on this loss today. I'd probably blame... Nidamaki. I'll blame the goaltender. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was four goals. It's He let up four goals. Nidamaki didn't let up four yeah, goals. Because no. they, they brought Biron in after the fourth goal. How is that possible? It was 4-4. Four, 4-4 four, was, four, four was the tie. They brought yeah. Biron in after the third. No, after, the, after they left the fourth goal. What actually happened, I watched the beginning of the game... When I was heading over to the house, I stopped at the deli. And I said, oh, Buran's in. And Tommy Fry goes, yeah, they put him in after the fourth goal. Like, they scored the fourth goal in the second period. Understood. They said, okay, you okay. know what, Niedermaki, you got to come out. They, start, they they did score that goal early in that second period. And You're that's right. when they changed it. Okay. Yeah, and then no no goals after that, right? right. Hey, but so. you can't stop shitting uh, dude, in a he shootout. He sucks in a shootout. I'm not, well, dude, Dave, that's the, that's the way the game is played But now. the only good thing, there's no shootout in the playoffs. Well, I don't you got to get to the playoffs first. Am I they're right? They're still getting to the playoffs. They're wait, still wait, getting wait, to the playoffs. They're the A seed right now. Very close to the ninth. <laughs> yes. yes. Closer to the ninth than they are the seventh. Could you imagine if they don't make the playoffs? Oh, God. Could oh, you imagine no, this couldn't. team who was in first place a month ago, month and a half ago, yep. and not make the playoffs? And in the start that they had to not make the playoffs? It would be ridiculous. It would be ridiculous. It would be more of a... Um, I don't know how to upset travesty. It could be a travesty. Then it would be. You remember at the beginning you were like, "Wow, they changed around so much, and how much hype it was." It was hey, great. If they just started off shitty and they kept building up, and they said, "Hey, we're getting some team chemistry," and they didn't make the playoffs, you'd say, "Well, they improved from last year because they sucked last year." Right. But the way they started off, now it's it's not just the improvement you want. They need to make the playoffs because they were in first place. They were doing all this stuff, and as an improved team, they need. Just getting better from last year isn't that much improvement. They need to make the playoffs because how good they were doing. But this, but the way this team started this year, Dave, you your expectations were so much higher. Right, that's what I'm saying. This team was a just making the playoffs is unacceptable for this team. I still agree with you. I had, I do not want to see them get in the first round and lose the first round. That's whoop de do. As hot as they were playing, Dude, how good they were. But do you understand if they come in as an A seed, who they're playing against? Oh yeah, they're playing the Devils. And that- <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I can't. I, I mean, I, you see the tears coming out of my eye. It's not just because the keg's light over there. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Help me out, brother. And that's, I mean, by the time the season ends, everything will change around a little bit. But that's, you don't want to see them become the seventh seed because if that happens, well, the Devils might be a two seed then. And either way, you're still playing the Devils. Right. Well, you have to win hockey games. Yeah. And today didn't fucking help you at all. No. It was nice that they did get a point. You got a point. Right. So did the Rangers, though. Who the Rangers was the got two points. Well, got yeah. a point and yeah. another point. Right. So, I mean, you could you could be happy saying, hey, at least we as a team got a point where we're at the Rangers. We just came off the back end of a, uh, a back-to-back. They played Saturday. They played Sunday. Out of two games, they got three points out of a possible four points. Right. So it all depends how they look at it. When they come in on Tuesday night and they play again, if they play shitty, then okay, it's all for naught. Then, yeah, that loss really affected you. But if they come out and they play well at home, they win. Then you, I look at it and say, hey, it's not too bad. They won. They got a point away at the Rangers at Madison Square Garden where they, you know, they were down by two goals. Oh, block. Hire me a fucking river, dude. They got to win this hockey game. They got to win this hockey game. If they're getting a point on a, like, I'm telling you, the back end of a uh, back-to-back, the second game, okay, that's, I'll take that. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you – they won the they won Saturday and then they got a point on Sunday. Right. So that's basically all you can really ask. For. Right. But if they lose on Tuesday, then it, then it's like, well, doesn't, what the hell? Yeah, now it make a difference. Yeah, now you're just really blowing it out. Of the, you're blowing your chances out, okay? Right. You got to take You got to take the ones that you can win and win them. Speaking of that, can I ask you a question about mm-hmm. the slide of the Ottawa Senators? Can you explain that to our listeners and, and help me understand better uh, how this team who was projected, even when we were talking about the Flyers before we got sick, before we traveled and all this other stuff, you said, who's the best team you said? In Ottawa. And now what has happened to this team? I, I was shocked that they uh, they fired the coach. They brought in Mary. Well, Mary was already there, but he became the um, – he became the interim GM or interim coach. I don't know what's going on with this team. I mean, they still have guys that are scoring Spaza and Alfredson and Heatley. Like, I mean, they still have real good players. I don't know where this team's going. Again, I would put blame on the goaltending here between Ray Emery and who's the other goaltender. I forget his name. It's not coming to me. They're just letting up too many goals. They're Those not bad goaltending. Yeah. So bad yeah. goaltending can. So the NHL is made up of goaltenders. Basically, what wins it? What wins a championship? Hot goaltender. Hot goaltender wins in the playoffs. Right. But what wins over the course of eighty-two games? You should have a nice bounce, and that's they did have a nice bounce. A goaltender was playing well. They have so, talent on that team. Yeah. You can't tell me that that team is untalented, right? Or is represented? <coughs> wow, excuse me. I've been sick for a couple of days. Is representative <laughs> of its. Um, of his talent, this the record isn't representative of right. his talent, without a doubt, it's not. So, what is the deal, yo? What was that? <laughs> you I get all to... these noises coming out of you. <laughs> the only team you can say, "Hey, this team wins because of the goaltender," I think are the Devils. You can look at other teams and say, "Hey, these teams lose because of the goaltending." Because if you're in a hard fought battle and you're just peppering shots on the other goaltender, they come down and score. Of course, it deflates you some. If right. that's what's happening in Ottawa, I'm not positive. I can't really say because I don't watch them that much. They did have injuries, but everybody has injuries right now. It's the end of the season. You've been playing 60 games. Yeah, someone's going to be hurt, and more than likely, this is going to be one of the good players. Okay. But I would say teams win because of a good goaltender. Good teams also win because of injuries, though. Well, when you have. Not I mean, because of injuries, but in spite of injuries. Okay. Don't let your, your star. Sidney Crosby, for example, going right. down. Pittsburgh hasn't really tailed off that much. No. In fact, they went on a little bit of a tear after you look because ty conklin the goaltender who was their third string goaltender was answer. like 10 and 1 all right there's your answer boom right. and if anybody could have saw dave go hey Dara, <laughs> hey fuck face have you been listening to what i've just been saying for the past 30 minutes um 
That's why we need video on this one because everybody will be like, whoa, there's his answer. Da-ding. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, I want to say real quick, if anybody's watched the episode, um, watch this, uh, the sitcom Scrubs. Do you watch Scrubs? Every once in a while. Not right. a religious It's funny guy. as hell. So one of the times, we're well, not a religious guy? Not religious about oh, Scrubs. Oh, you don't religiously watch yeah. it. I understand. I don't understand. I don't understand you're not very religious either. Ah, fuck them guys. Right on. <laughs> So, one of these times, they take an x-ray of a guy who's got a light bulb stuck up his ass. So, the doctor says to the guy, the x-ray technician goes, either he has a light bulb up his ass, or his ass has just had a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> or he swallowed up a, a light bulb, or he, or he stuck it the wrong way. Now, my eight-year-old son has never laughed. I've never heard him laugh so hard when really? he heard that one. Dude, he charizacked up. He loved the whole, his ass had a good idea? <laughs> <laughs> Funny, a funny show. If anybody wants to watch it, it's on rerun all the time. It's a great. Oh, it's show. on Comedy Central now. It's always on. It's a piss. Set the TiVo. All right, Dave. I'm going to cross off Ottawa on my list. Are you going to cross off the Flyers on my list? Well, don't you have to ask me how they're going to do in the playoffs? I don't want to know. Oh. I mean, I, I don't. I want to make sure they get there. They will. All right, dude. I'm still, dude. I'm doing. I'm Jimmy Rollins at the basement here. I'm guaranteeing the playoffs. You really think so? The way they, the way they're playing, Dave. They don't have any fucking somebody coming off the bench. The way they're Rick. playing. The, all right, the Islanders win was great, but do you under, did you watch that Islanders game? Yes, and I watched the Ottawa game. So the, I wanted to talk to you about the Islanders yeah. game. How many times did the, did the puck just put was put on somebody's stick? And that's what you need sometimes. And that's you need that sometimes, but you're not going to get that all the time. You're not going to get that to even get into the playoffs. This team is weak. This team is weak. The one goal by the As Flyers I say it today. Loud. I'll say it high and loud. I'll say it that soft. means you're really serious I'll about say it. it. Low. It means I'm when you're high and loud. It means you're serious. Yes. Um, Coburn scored on the power play. And that was one of those kind of goals where it was a shot. The puck bounced right to him and he put it in. And that's what you like. You do need these lucky bounces every once in a while, but you can't expect that. And that's what I think the flyers start feeling. Hey, listen, the puck will come here. The puck will bounce to us this way. And that's not a good way to be playing. No, it's not a good, good way to be playing. And that's the way I think they play. I think they expect these bounces to go their way. They but bad penalties today. And it- I know that's what happens too. Like there's sometimes you're not skating hard the whole game. You're not going to generate penalties. You're not going to like if the puck's dumped in. If you don't try to beat the guy, the guy's not going to hook you. He's not going to trip you. He'll just beat you to the puck and go with it. And that's what happens too. They they start playing lackadaisical. Like oh, don't even worry about that. We'll go get that later. And then they play different in the third period when they have to scramble to get a goal. Uh-huh. Like today. Got a great um, what's his name? Carter got a great goal. Yes, but they played differently to get that goal than they would have played in, that they played in the first period when the goals flowed. Then you might say, "Well, they lost it because of coaching." Because what happened in that third period? Well, Stevens he- isn't long for this world. I don't. I, I don't think if they don't make the playoffs, he's fucking hissed. He's hissed, right. and maybe it's not his own his fault, but it's somebody's fucking fault. He's gonna have to take blame. I mean, Hitchcock took blame, even though they improved. They were too high up to say, hey, we made 30 points up from last year. Yeah. What do you do? You're yeah. in first place. You should be in the playoffs. You should be kicking ass. You should be kicking ass. Play consistent hockey. Let Danny Briere play the same way he's been playing in the beginning of the season. Then he's he's not – dude, he is stifled now. Oh. I saw him today. He was having trouble – handling the puck right how is that possible that i don't know that's i don't know what's going on with him 
I know he's like fourth in the league in uh, power play points, but whoop de do. Right. You know, you need to score not on the power play. You need to score even-handed. You ne- he needs to score goals. I'm not worried about him think, getting assists. Do you think defenses can concentrate on him because they don't have to worry about anybody else? That's hard There's to say. There's talent on this team, though. Right. The Flyers are uh, the only team to have six players with 20 or more goals. That's something to be said, and they're right. going to finish ninth in the conference. Again, but those that scoring five goals in one game and not scoring a goal in the next game, mm. not being consistent. That's a good point. Right, and that's what you want. Like these guys really need to step up. I do. I I would start playing Biron three out of four games. Say, listen, we're going through the playoffs. You're my number one goaltender. You need to play like that. Stretchron. Here we go. Yeah, and that's. I know during the game they were telling, like you could hear Jason or uh, Stevens was saying to Jason Smith, close that gap on Yager because Yager would come over the blue line, he would be down by the dots instead of being up in his face and beating the shit out of him. That's what he has to do. I'm tired of, yes, he blocks shots, but he doesn't take the body. Like the guy, he'll block a shot. Great. Okay, well, he's on a knee. The puck's still here. There's two guys standing up whacking at the puck. I wouldn't see him pushing these guys out. Let the goalie block the fucking shot. That's his job. Totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. So, but playoffs guaranteed them <laughs> right here. Okay, March fucking second guaranteed March, them. March second, Davy Boy, Davy Boy, who's got three quarters of a beer left in his harp class at twenty four East somewhere Drive <laughs> in beautiful Pennsylvania somewhere. Um, let me tell you something straight up, Dave. I don't agree, but we'll see. I'm gonna fill my beer up. Give okay. me one second. Take your time. And I'm back. You all right over there? Yeah, bro. All right, I'm going to cross the flyers off the list. Cr- cross them all. Here we go. Baby doll. Eagles. Woo, Asani Samuel's in the house. Wow. Did you know he was a wide receiver, quarterback, or running back? <laughs> exactly you know what we need. <laughs> they got exactly what they needed. Because, wow, it seems to me we have a couple Pro Bowl cornerbacks. I heard of a couple. Lito, so, Brown. Shepard, uh, Brown they, they can play cornerback, uh, right? So let's sign another one at bajillions of dollars. Dude, if this signing... First of all, let me ask you how you feel, and let me, I don't give you my opinion. Uh, I like the signing because I think it might lead to a little more. They keep talking about trading Lido. Not that I want to see them trade Lido, but they're talking about trading Lido for a wide receiver. Let's see what happens. I can't see one. I can't see Lido Shepard or Sheldon Brown saying, "Hey, listen, I've been a starter here for what the last five, six years. Yeah, let me move to safety. I want a Pro to, Bowl uh, starter. Yeah, exactly. I don't see how one of them is going to say, "I yeah, I want to be." The safety. I want to be whatever. So I think one of them will get, or not one, I think Lito will get traded. I can appreciate how the Eagles approach this free agency year as let's get the best player available right. and worry about what happens after that. But if this doesn't lead to offensive playmakers, which is what we said that they need, they yeah. need playmakers. If it doesn't lead to playmakers, it doesn't lead to victories. Now, Asani Samuel might be a playmaker for all, for all intents and purposes, yes. And he might be a terrific player. If he was that much of a playmaker, he would have caught that ball and it would have sealed the uh, exactly, the exactly. So if he did, if he pulled the same shit as an eagle in the Super Bowl, he would be just ousted. Yeah. But we'll get to that later because I'm sure there's going to be many um, interceptions he makes and many interceptions he doesn't make in his Eagles career. What I do want to stress, though, is if this acquisition doesn't lead to playmakers, established playmakers for this team. They're not a different team. I don't think Asani Samuel is that much better than Sheldon Brown. I really, really don't. Not coverage-wise. Right. Not playmaking-wise. You know, I'll, I'll give him a little bit of playmaking. I've seen Asani Samuel make plays. Right. But I've also seen Sheldon Brown play a hell of a coverage. New England it, has a real good defense. Yes. And, I mean, they have real good players there. So, I mean, is he just playing off the system and is he just doing well? Where I think Sheldon Brown, Lito Shepard, they make – this defense better. I mean, they don't have the great defensive line. They have some good linebackers, but 
I, I wouldn't say our weak point on the defense was our cornerbacks. I wouldn't say that either. Right. I wouldn't even suggest that. Right. But yet they're going for the best. Let's let let's give them the yeah. benefit of the doubt. They're going for the best player. Right. Now. They said, "Hey, this is the top player here." And we're the Eagles. Yeah. Fuck it, man. Flex our muscles. Yeah. We own it. Let's get them. Yeah. Hey, man. There's there's 29 other teams in this league. Well, 28, not including New England. That 28 other teams in this league that could have gotten him. You yeah. know, and the Eagles got him. We should be super happy. But unless they get offensive playmakers, Isn't there 32 teams. Are there? I think so. You're right. That's a lot of teams. Man. Yeah. So I there's 30 other teams. I keep forgetting about Oakland and Houston <laughs> for some reason. Anyway. I always forget about the Titans. Fuck them. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't seem to me a good signing unless it leads to something on the offensive side of the ball. When when Donovan McNabb blogs about I need playmakers and we've said it here, um, you know, it it only matters if we say it and Donovan makes it. Exactly. Well, Donovan is just reiterating what we said. That's right. You know, he does. He doesn't think he regurgitates. Thank you, D McNabb. Thank you, D McNabb. Enjoy. Um. What's very important, Dave, is that they get offensive playmakers, and they don't. I haven't seen an offensive, but now if this leads to um, Roy Williams coming here, or if it leads to uh, what's his face from Arizona coming Larry here, Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald coming here, then let's party. Let's then let's get right. super excited about that. Right. But if it leads to your wide receiving core led by Kevin Curtis again, you know what, dude? You're in deep R- shit. They bring in you know Berryman or. Whoever. Right. So the birds will hold the other team to 10, and you will score seven. Help me out, brother. I agree with Don't you, man. smile at me. I agree with you. Stop smiling. I agree 100%. Damn it. Everybody's I, super excited. Be excited I until. Don't be excited until. You need offensive playmakers. As Michael Irvin said, playmaker. I agree with you. I, back not that agree, I don't agree, agree with Irvin. I agree with you, though. I want to see that wide receiver. I was a little disappointed. Dude, I would have been happy they brought Dante Stallworth back. I totally agree with you. He's fine today. Yeah, with the Browns. Yep. Let's see. They got Kellen Winslow. They got pro bowler Braylon Edwards. And they bring in another wide receiver and, to help them win. Yep, and they signed um, Derek Anderson to a long-term deal yep. again. So they got somebody to throw him the ball. Yeah. That is the way you play. I mean, let's think about that. Let's score 35, yeah. hold the other team to 31, and then you're going to win the game. Well, that's right? what they did. Let's score 52. We'll let the Bengals score 49. Game over. Exactly. We win. See exactly. you later. We win. It's, it's easy. You can easily win that way. Help me out with Asani Samuel. You know, shit. Uh, here's a great example, Dave. The Browns come to town, right? Asani Samuel can only cover one of those dudes. Yep. So he's going to cover... Um, He'll be on Edwards. On Braylon Edwards. Then you got... What's his face? Stallworth running all the way down. Yeah. And Winslow in the center. You have to excuse me that I don't have these guys named by name here because I'm getting so pissed off. My head's about to explode and I'm full of snot. That's how snotty pissed off I am. Hopefully they make that trade. But that's, you know what? That's what free agents is about. Hoping about this and that. Well, great. They got that great player. I want offense. I want a wide receiver. Not that I want offense. Of course, we got a playmaker in Westbrook. You got a playmaker in In who? McNabb. Right. I'm talking on the ends, dude. Right. You need that wide receiver. You need the dude who is a go-to guy on third and eight. Kevin Curtis is not that cat. I would love Fitzgerald. He'll go over the center. He'll catch anything. Dude, if you listen to me again, if Sheldon Brown goes to Arizona tomorrow for Larry Fitzgerald, boom! There, to me, I could not be happier. Exactly, the Eagles are the winners on the offseason. And until that happens, Dave, I'm not happy. Right, I need a playmaker in offense tomorrow. And this season kind of proved that their defense played well enough. Yep, and they were losing these shitty games. Yep, they weren't scoring enough. They need a wide receiver, no doubt. And 
That's. I'm glad that they didn't get Berryman. I'm glad that they didn't get Muhammad. Like these were the the, the wide receivers I didn't want. I them totally to get. agree with you, but I'm telling you right now, dude. What happened last year when the Giants ate them up? They their their tackles got eat up, yeah. right? They didn't sign a tackle. Well, that's what they're talking about. The guy Clemens that they signed, this other guy from Oakland, defensive tackle. Yeah, defensive end. I'm sorry, he's going to play defensive end for the Birds. They're going to do what the Giants did. The Giants played three defense ends at some times, right. and they would move the one Listen to me, tackle. I, I think it's a great idea. If, if they if, do that and it works out, yes. If they're planning, if they need more and more and more studs on defense in order to keep their studs fresh in and out of the game, listen, that's the way the game is being played these days. Yep. Let's play Let's play hard, hard, hard ass, and then you come out, and then I'll bring somebody in who can play so fucking hard, and then you come out, and then you bring somebody in, and I'll bring so hard. What? I'm all for that. Right. I'm so for it, Dave. Pressure even. Eli, he'll lose if you pressure him. However, however, when the Eagles get the football, who is he throwing the ball Westbrook. to? Westbrook. Stop it right and now. That's, they don't even have a, a, I mean, a that, fullback now. That, uh, Thomas Tepay signed, I think, in Minnesota. We need help. We need help. Offensive help. We need offensive that's, help. That's what we need. Offensive help. Help. No more defensive help. Offensive help. Get these offensive guys in here. Did I stutter, Dave? Nope, not at all. Did you hear me? I heard you loud. Your headphones are working over there. Did Re- Andy Reid hear you? No, he's not listening yeah. to us. Big Red? I don't know why he's pissed why off. Why is he's he not, not listening, listening to, the show. to us? You know why? I guess because uh, Britt's not there downloading it anymore. Yeah. Illegally. So, <laughs> using BitTorrent. Well, he can download uh, it for free anytime. Uh, iTunes Store. The show gets mad hits, dude. Just not from uh, Big Red. No. Don't understand. You don't have to do everything wrong. Do everything right. Do something right. And I think Andy Reid's a terrific coach. So don't fuck with me. Are they good coach? That's What's he going to do with the draft? That's going to be the next step. Dave, he screws the draft up every year. Yeah, he does. You need a playmaker. That, well, maybe they trade Sheldon Brown on draft day. And who knows? It's a beautiful time of the year, right? It's March 2nd. E-Money's birthday's tomorrow. What's that up? Is. E-Money. Wish you were here celebrating it with us. E-Money, you know, what's up? It's been a while. What's up? It's been a while. Everybody wants you to know that E-Money's birthday's tomorrow. Send him a card to on the forums. Are you going to get this show up by tomorrow? It's going to be up tonight, yeah. Okay. I think I'm just going to run it straight tonight. <laughs> They're always the good ones. <laughs> Sometimes everybody's listening to the show might not understand. Sometimes we run it. I do a nice little cozy edit. Sometimes I don't. I don't know if you ever noticed, but I'm sure it's uh, it's been out there for sure. I also want to say real quick to everybody listening to the show, Thank you so much. The show has never been as popular as it is now. Dave. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why either, but we got to bring something to the table. And I, I couldn't be happier with the response and the number of downloads we get a week. It still blows my mind. It blows my mind as well. All right. You done with the birds? Come on. Yes. All right. So until it's a to be continued on the birds. Oh, that's- don't point at me. <laughs> We do need a video camera down here. I'm sitting here watching the race, and you're telling me not to point at you. All right, Dave. The Philadelphia 76ers. Our Philadelphia 76ers. Philadelphia 76ers. Go into Phoenix last night, and what do they do? They beat them by four. They beat them by four. You know, that was a hard-fought game. As hard-fought as you're ever going to see by the Sixers team against a team that just made a major trade to win the West. And the Philadelphia 76ers go in there and then beat them. Do you know how amazing that is to me? I think it was the first time they won in seven years. I think that's what the little that was. could not be more impressed with this team. Yes. Mo Cheeks gets a one-year extension. I don't know why you get him a one-year extension, but he gets an extension. The Sixers won the game, though, man. Won the game by four. That's ill. You know, you know how bad 
the Suns needed that game last oh, night. They're doing horrible since on they made a Saturday trade. night in front of their home crowd to prove the Shaq deal. Boom! It didn't work. Didn't work out. Well, it's hard when you got good talent on this team, on the Sixers team. You know what's amazing about that team game last night too is the Sixers at one point knew that they could win and decide to win the game. And we talked about this before. Yeah, it's like. Getting to the point where you know, oh my God, we can win this game if we play like this and this and this and this. And they did it. And I was beyond impressed. Yeah. Beyond impressed. There, there was times early this year when they were playing Dallas and they'd be up by 15 in the third quarter and they would just lose it. They would. What's yep. going on? What's going on? We shouldn't be winning by this much. Right. Play they little, almost did lose it last night. But you, they played a little extra D on, yeah. the, on the perimeter, which was something you very rarely see yep. by this by any NBA team, by the way. And I mean, they were trying to get the ball into Stoudemire at the end, and they were all, they were Ding up on him. Hey, I like it. I like it a lot. I mean, I am so shocked about how well they're starting to play ever since uh, Stam Stamf- Stefanski. Th- Stefanski. There you go. That sounds Ed good. Stefanski. Yes. I think they're about five hundred. I mean, I know they're still below five hundred as the year goes. But they got money under the cap. Yeah. They got they're they're working their shit around, and now they got look look at Dave. They got talent on the team. Iggy's playing well. I mean, they they have a lot of people that are playing the same positions. Hopefully, they're going to make the right moves this summer. I like Andre Miller. I always liked Miller when he came out. And they they traded for him. I said, hey, that's a good play. They kept him after the trade deadline, so that's a nice thing. Yeah, but you know what I honestly think, though, Dave? If anybody would have offered him anything, they would have got rid of him. Do you think so? I do. But maybe Stefanski's saying, listen, we have an opportunity to make the eighth number eight spot in the wet, in the East, shake some shit up, get our young kids an opportunity of a, se- a seven-game series, play basketball, you know? Hey, man, regardless of what happens with the Sixers season, they went in there into Phoenix and beat the Suns by four on a mm-hmm. Saturday night in front of the Phoenix home crowd. And you know what the Phoenix home crowd is saying when they're walking out of there? We just got beat by the fucking Sixers. How on a in front of a packed crowd? How the hell are we going to beat the Lakers in a series? How the hell are we going to beat the Mavericks? The Mavericks in a series? How are we going to beat San Antonio? Absolutely. Yeah. Even I, with Shaquille O'Neal. Know what I like about the Sixers too is uh, like when they're talking about them, they're like, "But well, we're not worried about Phoenix on Saturday. We're not worried about the Golden State. We're worried about tonight's game." And that's they go in with that mentality. Hey, we're going to play tonight. We're going to play our hardest. They don't worry about what they did on Thursday. Every game is a new game. They go out, and they're doing it. And that's a testament to Mo Cheeks, though. i got to believe that. Yes. He's the one with these guys every day. And that's uh, AI is coming back to town soon. Oh, I know it. I know it. You know, I want to say this real quick about this um, uh, Sixers promotion they have running every Wednesday night. Did you see this thing in the playoffs? It's it's four tickets, four large beers, four dogs, um, a meet and greet with the the Sixers dance team. Ooh. Signed poster by the Sixers dance team and a uh, an exclusive membership or a, a night membership to the whole cigar club okay. for like 160 bucks, which is a great deal. Yeah. A little asterisk on the bottom says excluding Denver, which is understandable because that's probably sold out. Yeah, we don't want to meet the Sixers dance team. We don't want we don't? to. They're still good looking. They're deli- they're delicious. Yes, don't get me wrong. But do you, what would you do at a Sixers dance team meet and greet, Dave? Hey, nice to meet you. I'm gonna go get that big beer they were talking about. Correct. <laughs> I'll see so, you later, sweetie. So that's understandable. The whole cigar club is entertaining. No, right. not at all. What gets us excited is a winning basketball team, a product. Yeah. If you like, there wouldn't this deal wouldn't be in place if this team wasn't playing poorly. For one hundred and sixty dollars for four guys, that's forty dollars a person, which is cheap as all hell. Yes, you agree. So you get you get to go to the Sixers game, but. The problem with that is I'd play twice the number for that if I knew this team was going to win. Yeah. You know? So that's what gets me. That's what really gets me. I mean, the Sixers against Orlando on a Wednesday night, it's worth twice the price 
if I thought the Sixers were going to win and start making a playoff run and get ready for the playoffs. So what I'm trying to say is, but but the whole cigar club doesn't interest us. The dance team doesn't interest us. Give us a fucking winner, and I'll pay $80 a spot. But that's I don't know if you're trying to make the point, too, that a lot of the fans, they really don't care. About the game? Right. That's... That's kind of what I'm trying yeah. to say, too. And I know I'm trying to say lots of things, but you're right. It's You're saying lots of things, but not saying one thing. <laughs> things. <laughs> I think I'm catching your cold. Right. But it doesn't make a difference whether it's white or black. When I, the point I'm trying to make is that the number doesn't matter. The price doesn't matter if the team is winning. And that's what I'm trying to say. And that is very important to me. Very, very important to me. I agree with you, buddy boy. You getting a fresh one? All right. So what I'm trying to... Go to here. I'm going to Sports Cade, and what I'm trying to figure out is this Sixers team. Uh, real quick, also, as you say, going to Sports Cade, everybody that when you go onto the forums, hopefully they're using it at the very top. It says, Have you tried Sports Cade yet today? SportsCade.com. It's awesome. I mean, I've been using it all the time now. I'm always going on checking it out. Easiest way to get any kind of local, national sports. I'm loving what you're doing with that. Glad you like it, dude. Very much. That, that means a lot because. A little bit of sweat and tears in this thing. But I was trying to figure out what uh, Iguodala had last night, and he had 32 points. You know, he's your player now, man. He's your new AI. Guys, yeah. what I'm really excited about is when Denver comes into town, I would like to see Allen Iverson get a little shit kicked out of him. Ooh, and you're a big AI fan. He's my boy from hell. Yeah. From hell. But I'm trying to figure something out. So true, Dave, is that if this team has got any moxie in it, it will tell AI that we're a better team without you, so fuck right. you. Here you go. Here's your here's your L. It's going to be tough to do that. It's going to be a great game, though. Yeah. It's going to be a great game. That's, I think, AI, last six games, he's averaging like 30 points a game. He's still on fire. I mean, I wish I still wish he was here, I but the too. team would not be playing the way they are. I agree. He'd be getting his thirty-five points a night. He would lead the league. He's in not scoring. a point guard, dude. Right? You know, look at what um, what's his face is doing? Miller, Andre, yeah, Miller. Andre Miller's yeah. doing. Yeah, exactly. He's a point guard. Yeah, he's a, he's a point guard. You're right. I just want to give you some quotes from this Flyers team regarding this loss today. Are you on uh, Sportscade right now, too? Yes. Are we going to do a, Why don't we go into our headlines real quick, too, then? All right, let's move to headlines before we start, talk about Philly Spring Training. I'm going to run upstairs real quick. Hold on. Okay. We'll do our headlines. Uh, Dave is going, while Dave is going to the can, I'd like to express my... I'm back! <laughs> Dave's back. Dave's back. It's time to get involved with the Sportscade headlines of the day. Hello. On this Sunday, March 2nd, 2008. Dave, you ready? I'm ready. All right. Very rarely do we record on a Sunday, Dave. This is, I think, the first time. I think you might be right. Eagles. Let's hit it up. See what they got to say. Plenty of interest in Philly's Lido Shepard. It's only been 24 hours since the Philadelphia Eagles signed quarterback Asante Samuel. But they're already hearing from teams interested in trading for the cornerback Samuel replaced in the starting lineup. ProFootballTalk.com, which, listen to me, I don't believe a word they fucking say, but I'll, I'll say this right now. I'll give them a little shout out. Citing league sources report that several teams are showing preliminary interest in trading for cornerback Lito Shepard. Those teams include the Houston Texans, New Orleans Saints, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Cleveland Browns, St. Louis Rams, and New York Jets. A team can never have too many good cornerbacks, and maybe the Eagles should keep them, right? Sure. And the Eagles could choose to keep Shepard, especially if they move right cornerback Sheldon Brown to safety. What are you going to do? You know they're going to get interest. He's a stud. He's a fucking pro bowler. Other than getting hurt, dude is a stud. I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. Real quick, I want to give a quick shout-out to the Eagles signing defensive end Chris Chris Clemens Clemens to a five-year deal. 6'3", 240-pounder, had eight sacks last season as a Raiders backup. And that's right. He only plays 
a couple snaps a game. Like he's not in there. He's in there to bull rush to come in. Absolutely. And that's he's the one that they're talking. They might throw a defense tackle every once in a while, moving people around. Mm-hmm. And as we keep talking about Samuel's getting signed, the Eagles also signed what J.R. Reed and uh, Hanson before, right before the whole free agency. Okay. They locked those two guys up too. So I mean, more D backs that they locked up. I mean, you need that for the nickel and all that. Oh sure. So gotta- they have a lot going on back there. They got to figure something out. Yes. But like we said earlier, they need playmakers. Yep. On offense. Fly. I'm sorry. I'm going to move to the Flyers real quick. Balquet. How you pronounce that right? I don't even know what the fuck that was. List Rangers to shoot out win over okay. Flyers 5-4. Yeah, that was the goaltender. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a rookie, rookie goaltender. I was just focusing on staying square and taking away shooting options. Balquet <laughs> said after his ninth career NHL victory, I didn't think it went in. I thought it was going wide. Then I heard that it hit the post, and I had to make sure it didn't kick in. So that was on Briere's shot to end okay. the game in the shootout. It hit the post hard. It would be nice so. if he goes, I knew they sucked in the shootout. They had even won one so far this year, so I wasn't too worried about it. And that's also the one, their first goal. The Rangers scored, talking about bad bounces, not to – bring up old things the one goal hit off the post came back hit Nidamaki, then went in so i mean they're losing on the bad bounce too right on uh i weren't you gonna pull some quotes out from the today's game from the yeah, flyers so i just want to find out okay get them on oh here we go interior Nidamaki helped the flyer well the first from here interior Nidamaki. the first period was pretty wild sometimes when it's that way you have to make a couple of big saves i didn't do it and lundquist did didn't do it either it kind of settled down after both teams pulled their goalies, but there were still scoring chances. You're right. There was score, scoring chances. So why didn't Flyers score any fucking goals? That's the only good thing. The Rangers weren't scoring any goals either. Fly, Flyers' Vinny Prospel scored, so here's his quote. It's a great relief. I hope I'm not done scoring, but it may be. But it's a very big number in the NHL. Well, what did he, what did he well, score? What, 30? His 30th goal. Fucking first. Ovechkin's at like 60. That's a big number. 30, hey, way to go. So that's what I'm trying to say. Uh. What, what is he happy with? I don't know. How would? Why would you? Uh, hopefully, I'll keep scoring. You better keep scoring. You're a goal scorer. Thirty. Yeah, that's good. It's not great. It's not something you shoot for anymore. Dave, I totally agree. Let me end you with this quote okay. from Ninamaki again. Ouch. There aren't. There weren't any bad goals. But if you want to win in this league, you have to be able to make a couple of big saves. I just wasn't able to do that. No, that's. We just had that quote. You read that quote first. No, no, no. I did not. But the quote I read first was from Ninamaki. The first period was pretty pretty wild. It's a, oh, whatever. You just read a longer quote. With I the, read a longer the, quote, but I can't help the, that the AP can't write a fucking story. But exactly, but you know what? That's very important. That's what we were talking about. A goaltender can win a game. You make that big save. There it is. He makes a nice big save one time. Gets the momentum going. He didn't do that at all. No, he didn't. And. It's, it's depressing. It's depressing. And I, that's why I don't know why he was in. Maybe because it was a back-to-back game. That's, yeah, I want to see, you know, Biron playing a lot more. All right, let's move to the Phillies. Well, we'll keep the Phillies for last because that'll jumpstart us to our spring okay. training report. Our spring training report. Hold on one sec. Five laps to go, right? They just restarted. Jeff Gordon jumps in front of er- Earnhardt becomes second. Wow, it looks like Gordon mm. took a Runs into spill. Kenseth. Takes out Kenseth, who was in first. Are you kidding me? Yep. And that was all his fault? I don't know. That's. I mean, I just kind of saw it over your shoulder there. I know the restart just started. Wow. He looks in deep trouble over there. And that's, as, as everyone's wondering, we are sitting here watching the NASCAR Na- race. The NASCAR race in Las Vegas. It is currently 7.57 on the East Coast on... March 2nd. That's like the fifth time. We never Sunday, said a date. March 2nd. A day before E-Money's birthday. A day before E-Money's birthday. Dave, let me give you a quote from okay. the Philadelphia 76ers. Who beat the Phoenix Suns last night? Oh, Andre Iguodala's from Phoenix. Oh, is he re- oh, you know what? I know he went to Arizona. I knew he was a Wildcat. 
Andre Iguodala, playing in front of his fans from the University of Arizona days, scored 32 points, two shy of his career-high 34. Andre Miller added 25 and 12 assists. Wow. Anytime you get double-digit assists, you're going to do well from your point guard. Your team is going to win. While Reggie Evans contributed 13 points and 13 rebounds. It's always like coming home, Iguodala said. The main thing is I haven't won here going 0-3 as a sixer. Plus, it feels good because Phoenix is a really good team. Absolutely. The Sixers led by 10 points in the third quarter, but Phoenix, which scores in bunches, appeared set to take an 81-80 lead into the fourth until Iguodala hit a 50-foot three-point shot at the buzzer from beyond the half-court mark. That's awesome. The funny thing is, I knew it was in, Iguodala said. I put my hands up before it went in. That gave the Sixers an 83-81 edge heading into the frantic fourth quarter. So, I want to give... Big props. Huge props. They super huge props to the Philadelphia 76ers. God damn. No success. They win, dude. All okay, right. before we get to Phil's, about that crash that we were just talking about. It was uh, Edwards is in first. Earnhardt was in second. Kenseth and Gordon both overtook Earnhardt on the uh, the restart. Here it comes right now as you're watching it, D-Man. And then after they pass him, that's when they crash into and they knock each other out. So this was right on the restart. Yep, there goes the restart. There goes Kenseth to the top, Gordon to the bottom. That's Gordon doing that bullshit again, dude. Hitting people on the end. And that's both of them are out now. Earnhardt's still second. Oh, that's a slam. He slams and knocks his radiator out. Or his radiator. Wow. They're saying how, like, these soft walls are, you know, everything's... I don't know how soft that was. These guys all come out, they're all like, oh. Well, dude, they hit this wall hard. Yeah, they're they're smoking it. That was was a tough accident. Yes. For sure. Well, that's all these have been maybe... That is giving uh, these walls a lot of credit then because these accidents have been really tough. I mean, they're just smacking into these. They totally are walking away, but, I mean, they look like they're getting beat up to shit. Totally agree with you. Okay, on to the fills. Okay, the first story here is a fair offer or low ball for Hamels from Delaware Online. So, as you might know, Dave, Cole Hamels is the only unsigned Philly this year. Okay. And so Cole Hamels got roughed up today by the Yankees, allowing four runs in two innings. Jason Giambi and Jason Lane took him deep. But that was nothing compared to what Hamels perceived as an insult when the Phillies renewed his contract for $500,000 rather than his desired salary of $750,000. He made $350,000 last year. Wow. Well, that is... Mere pittance. That is $150,000. Come on, God. Come on. He's a, he's a world beater. What do you want to do? Piss him off for a fucking... Uh, this is beyond me, Phillies. Beyond me. Why do you have to go by the fucking book for every second? Penny pinchers. It, it's amazing. I mean, it was nice to see it. Howard get a million dollars. What was that raise? How much did he go up? Hamels? No. Uh, Howard last the, year. This year when he when he signed that contract, how much did he go? He made nine hundred fifty thousand dollars this last year. Okay. So now he's making ten million. Yeah. That's a pretty big deal. Right. But he's arbitration eligible. Right. And Hamels is not. So let's just let me give you some Cole Hamels quotes real quick. I know it's been going on and everything, Hamels told reporters. It's not a part of the game. It's just a part of the game when you're in my situation, which is non-arbitration eligible. You don't have any say. You just have to take it. Sometimes it can be frustrating because you feel you're part of the team. But I just want to see some generosity and understanding about what I'm going at, but what I'm going out there every five days to do. Right. I just want fair compensation, not the world and the moon. I just want what's fair in this situation. If you're working anywhere and you're doing better than someone else and he's getting paid more, you feel you should be compensated. 
Holly fucking Lula. Is, Lula. Is that going out to Adam Eaton right there? That's going out to probably the, the five other starters, on, yeah. four other starters on a team. Five, including uh, Chris Benson. Yeah. I totally agree with him. So the Phillies signed him for $500,000 rather than his desired $750,000. I want to reiterate that. I'm going to say it again to people. $500,000 instead of $750,000. That's how cheap this fucking Phillies team is. Yeah, bear. Give him his seven fifty, and he is the happiest motherfucking dude on the planet. And that's what you want. Don't you want happiness? This makes me so mad, Dave. Makes me so mad. That's your lead story on Sports Cave for the yeah. Philadelphia Phillies. And that's understandable. After everything that went with Howard. Hamels went 15-5 and five with a three three nine ERA in 28 starts last year. 15-5 and five for a second-year pitcher. Hamels also has only one year, 143 days of service time in the majors. whoop de doo During which time he's 24-13 and 13 with a 3.68 ERA. You know Unbelievable. What? Yeah. Unbelievable. That's our Phillies. Why it's put not the mo- fair. Why put the money out when you don't have to? It's not fair. It's just not fair. Yep. It's not. $250,000 is a hot dog is a hot dog day at one day at that bullshit stadium. Oh, you can eat hot dog. Now yeah. you got Philly Sportscast pissed off. Because I'm pissed, Dave. You are pissed. I'm not That's here. garbage. Give him... I'm not saying give him another million dollars. Yeah. Give him $250,000 more. Give him what he wanted. Not very much. $750,000 for your ace, all-star, stud, world-beating pitcher. Right. You know, whatever. You know, it's just bullshit. It's just, you're never going to not deal with this cheap-ass Phillies team ever. You know, I'm going to get more into the Philadelphia Phillies with spring training, Dave, but this, I am sour. Sour. Well, that's Hamill's going to be sour. And he's going to remember that when it comes time to, when he has a chance to become a free agent. Oh, why am I going to stick around here? You're going to nickel and dime me to death where I can go out? Well, he's uh, not going to be a free agent for a very, very long time. But you're right. It's very true, dude. It's why? Why? And then, so Ruben Amaro Jr. walks up to him and says, listen, because that's all we had to pay yeah. you. But that doesn't help him at all. It's garbage, yeah. Oh, you had to pay me. Like you said, you got Benson, who he signed, what, a league minimum, I think $500,000, but he yes. has a chance to bring up. Five million? Five million. Did Kel Hamels doesn't have a chance to make five million no. dollars this year. He has a chance to make five hundred thousand. And that's it. Which wow. hey, which is a great number still. Trust Don't me, I would love wrong. to make that. Don't get me wrong. But, but in Adam terms Eaton of is baseball, making eight million dollars yeah. this year, Dave. Adam fucking Eaton is making eight million dollars this year. In terms of baseball, that's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's not even your lowest of the lowest paid sa- yep. dude on this on the roster. The league minimum is three hundred fifty thousand dollars. All right, Dave, closing closing remarks. I can't do it anymore. Anyway. Oh, we're not going to talk about the Phils at all? No. We're done. Fuck them? No. Fuck them. Fuck them. I Fuck like em. it. Okay, we'll get to them later. I got two different closing remarks. Didn't do a show last week until I went to the Foo Fighters on Friday night. Incredible fucking show. If anybody was down there, I'm assuming they're going to agree with me. I know D-Man said... Uh, he read an article saying it really wasn't that great of a I show. He did read an article in the paper in the Inquirer said it wasn't that great. However... I thought it was amazing. That. The people I was with, they thought it was amazing. Great show. Had a great time. First show I've been to in ages. I mean, since having a kid, just don't have the time to do that. But it was still a great time. Second little closing. I went to a Wings game on Friday night, the Philadelphia Wings. How was that? I was a little disappointed. Okay. I was expecting a lot more. I don't know. Like, you're scoring a lot of goals and all that. It just really wasn't there for me. So I spent a lot of time at the bar, which I had no problems with that either. But uh, I was expecting a lot more on or from this indoor lacrosse. First time I ever went to a lacrosse game. I mean, if anybody 
is a big lacrosse fan, email me or, you know, throw it up on the post. I'd like to see why, like what really intrigues them. I know what intrigues me for hockey. I just enjoy it. I know the rules. When I'm watching this, some of the stuff, like they're beating each other up with a stick and then they'll throw a little errant elbow and they call a penalty on that. They let the, you know, the stick beat and go, no problem. Keep hitting them with a stick. And now uh, they change a lot. As soon as they touch the ball, man, like right. five people running out. Right. It was all, it was crazy. Still a good time. I had a more better time at the bar than watching the game now. Totally agree with you, Dave. That sounds like a good time. <laughs> at the, the bar, bar yes, is it was. always a good time. Yes, it was. I want to yeah. uh, give a big shout out to remind everybody that Philadelphia Beer Week starts March 7th. It runs through the 15th. Up until St. Patrick's Day, um, the city of Philadelphia and Delaware Valley region will be the playing host to numerous beer tasting events, and small and large. And uh, that's something that everybody should be interested in. If they're anywhere near Philadelphia, if you know anything about anything about beer, Philadelphia's got an amazing beer scene. And uh, I suggest you all go up, hook up somewhere down Philly, have yourself a pint. Where is it at? Is it all like the... It's all around. All around Center City, Northern Liberties, really? all up and down. Yep. It's oh. Beer Week, starting at 7. Very nice, very nice. Enjoy it. I'll be in Austin, Texas, <laughs> unfortunately. but we're close to Philly. But I'll be back in time to at least catch a couple suds. There you and go. And then I'll be for St. Patrick's Day, looking forward to hanging out with anybody and everybody who's be interested in hanging out with me. Oh, so you'll be by yourself. Dave, <laughs> good, good night. night.